Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Rallis. I'm Sammy Fishbar. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Of and today, course. we have a third friend with us today. Yeah. We are so excited, guys, to have with us the author of Born Trump, which you've seen Sammy highlight on our Insta story. It's yes. Emily Jane Fox. Hi, guys. Woo. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be yeah. here. Um, yeah, your book was featured on our Insta story. I'm the luckiest person for that. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Okay, I read like all your reporting. I feel like I'm very starstruck. Oh like, we God, have like Kelly Rip on the office. <laughs> And like mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, but I read her reporting every day. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time someone told me they were more excited about me than Kelly Ripa, <laughs> I'd have like approximately five cents. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I mean, obviously Kelly Ripa is very exciting, but I just feel like, I don't know. It's it's just, I guess, give us your background. I feel like you're like a young journalist. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I were a journalist, I would write about the things you write about. Just like been, I'm like, I will people. say I am the luckiest person. Yes. Rich, corrupt people is like how I would define my being. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I work for Vanity Fair, which is is obviously a dream yeah and i started there covering basically rich corrupt people and then donald trump came down the escalator in trump tower and decided to run and that fit within what i covered and and particularly i got interested in covering his children and and ivanka Mm -hmm. Um, i went to penn and all the kids went to penn and so it was just a really natural fit for me and who knew that these people would be around for as long as they were and so it's turned into a very uh, long stretch of time. I appreciate that you have like a personal attachment to them because you're kind of like, okay, something when I was reading Born Trump that I found very interesting was that you had like the details about Penn and sort of like had enough context. I was like, how did she know this? But now that you're saying that you went there, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So was that moment when Trump, Trump, you know, coming down the golden escalator, was that sort of when you decided to write the book or when did oh, no. you? So I was covering them from that moment until, mm-hmm. um, well, I still am, but mm-hmm. in, in October, a literary agent approached me, uh, October of 2016, and she was like, you should write this book. And I said, no, thank you. I thought they were going to lose. No one would care about them after the election. It was just not something I wanted to do. I was already sick of covering them. I had been covering them for a year and a half. It was enough already. And then they won. The election happened. And I woke up the next morning and I said, shoot. Uh, but in worse <laughs> language. Yeah. Um, curse, it's it's okay. Um, <laughs> if I don't write this, someone else is going to. And so mm-hmm. set off a, a year and a half of delving into Trump kid land. Wow. Yeah. So what what particularly interested you about their family dynamics? Well, it's a very weird family. Mm-hmm. Uh, their relationship with their father is exceedingly bizarre. It's just super, super weird. Um, and, and to me, there has been so much written about the kids. They've been covered in the New York press in particular since they were born. And... I knew that there was deeper stuff than this, the narrative that they wanted to get out mm-hmm. there. These are some of the most powerful people in the world. And I think it's important to understand where they came from in order to get where they may go. But on some level, too, it appealed to me. Uh, you know, their lives were very Gossip girly for a really long time. And, and appeared actually on Gossip Girl. exactly <laughs> right. It's funny how that happened. So, so there are a number of, of reasons why. I thought this was historically important, right? This mm-hmm. is a first family. These are not only just a normal first family, first family that also works in the White House. It's just an interesting thing. People couldn't really understand their relationship with their father. So that's on one side. And then the other side is like, oh, these are just like super rich kids who have lived a very weird, twisted life. And so both of those things 
combined compelled me to do this. But, you know, these are still people who are difficult to crack mm -hmm. and I was working full time. And so it's it was a, a process. Wow. So what do you think? Like, but like, because because people talk about the Trump kids all the time. I mean, especially like I would feel like Ivanka and Don Jr. are like the two that get all the spotlight. Um, what do you feel like people get right about them versus like what people don't really realize about them? I think the biggest misconception, especially over the last year and a half of, with Ivanka, has been that she's this moderating influence. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's not true. She hasn't moderated a damn thing yeah, since her dad got in <laughs> office. All. But part of that is it was our fault, not mm -hmm. you guys, maybe my fault. Uh, we all wanted her to be a moderating influence. We we were like, okay, this is a pen girl who right. was on Gossip Girl, who donated to Democrats, who couldn't even vote in the Republican primary because she wasn't registered as a Republican. Mm -hmm. And she's pretty. And she's pretty. Like she's pretty. She dresses well. So much of it is her looks. It's let's be honest. Totally. And she like speaks in a very soft voice. And mm -hmm. she's a mom. And she posts pics, posts pictures of baking pies with her kids. And she's a handsome husband who's Jewish. And you know, everyone was like, okay, all these crazy things about him being anti-Semitic and uh, racist and kicking Muslims out of the country. Like these people are going to pull him back. These are New York Jews. Like that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I thought that Ugh, you know I didn't everyone really think that. well like, you're smart but a lot of people wanted that to be the case and so they created this narrative about her being a moderating influence so it just never was going to be the case so, so something one of the reasons why I was like okay maybe she'll like be helpful but what I kind of intuited about their relationship was that it's sort of like a Stockholm syndrome situation totally. is that would mm -hmm. you consider that like an accurate assessment totally I they do not see their father the way the rest of the world sees their father. They see a completely different man. Look, look, one of, my, one of the weirdest stories I think in the book, not weirdest, a weird story in the book, mm -hmm. is that there are only two moments in the campaign, only two, that upset Ivanka. One was the Megyn Kelly comment about her bleeding from her wherever, which that upset me that upset yeah, a lot of yeah. people but it didn't upset her for the same reason she thought that everyone got his comments wrong because her father is such a germaphobe <laughs> and would never talk about women a woman having her period it's oh, so, so bizarre she was so <laughs> upset he doesn't that acknowledge would, yeah, it's it wasn't so bizarre that, he, that they regularly use him being a germaphobe as some sort of excuse like for the things. P tape yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so an out for it was everything. deeply upsetting to her not because her father was saying something horrible about a woman but because they thought that the media got that wrong mm -hmm. and another thing I mean it's in the same line when the president said something about um, a reporter who happens to be disabled and, and mocked the way he looked and she said no 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 that's just his gesture that he uses for groveling which I didn't know that people had gestures to signal groveling. I didn't know that most was a people, thing. Most people don't have people regularly groveling that they have like a usual gesture <laughs> for. Exactly right. It's an, if that's true, yeah. that's a very bizarre character trait of, of our president. But that those were the things that upset her most tells you pretty much everything you, you need to know about how she views her father. Yeah, I mean, I remember at the RNC when she like spoke to introduce him and that was the first moment I mean obviously I knew who she was but that was the moment where she got on my radar mm -hmm. and I was like oh and I remember getting this like very distinct like kind of snake in the grass feeling from her that I was like she's really poised she knows exactly what she's saying she's like very measured and like thoughtful in her speech in a way that like her dad is not at all, but I'm like, but they are clearly playing on the same team. To her, totally. Her strategy is completely different, but they're 
working towards the same goals. I feel like Ivanka's a bit outdated. Like, that's <laughs> sort of, like, formality that she puts on to, like, hide whatever the fuck is really going on in her head. Like, it's very, it seems very, like, contrived. Like, she's been, tra- she's been in training for the way she is. Yeah, it's almost. the least authentic version of anybody you can ever imagine. And the real Ivanka is actually much cooler. Like, I've heard that. She curses. She, um, she, she doesn't wear makeup. She just is kind of a down girl. And it's a shame that she can't let herself be who she actually is because she's much more authentic. And I think, you know, we live in a world now, you guys know this better than anybody knows this, but authenticity is what people are attracted to. Mm-hmm. That's that's what people care about these days. It's You're closer to people's lives and their real lives than ever because of all the platforms that we have it's, here. It's just, it's just such a shame that she can't let herself be authentic, but she she cannot let herself be. It's so funny you say that because that's like exactly what people say about Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's the exact same thing yeah. of like, if maybe if she had been allowed to be more of her authentic self, if she'd been able to speak freely, like she's actually a way cooler person than she ever came out. You're uh, totally right. She came right. off as in per, like on TV and stuff. Well, maybe that has to do with how women are like objectified and expected to look in society, no matter who they are but i just like from your sense of researching them how does he have such a strong hold over his kids that they are now like 40 years old and cannot like wiggle out of even the smallest it's bit it's pretty crazy i think that there are two reasons for it i think money is a very powerful thing mm-hmm. i think that these kids from the day they were born knew that they were his employees and not just his kids and that their meal ticket rested squarely with pleasing him um well three things the other thing is he's just someone who who has like this spell that he casts over people it's not just his children there are a lot of people in his white house there are a lot of people who voted for him there are a lot of people who worked in the trump organization for years who have done things and have been weirdly loyal to him because he has this weird power over people and i think that the third reason and to me this is the strongest one is that uh, the divorce deeply impacted the kids. They were 12, 8, and 6. And they watched their parents' marriage unfold on a ski slope in Aspen when his mistress approached his, their mother and said, I love your husband. Do you? And then they had the messiest, most public divorce in, in I don't I can't think of one that was messier or more public. So public that... Rob Kardashian. Rob, and, uh, what's they, black. they were married, right? <laughs> but it was like it, it's like kind of the '90s equivalent yeah. of that, yeah. right? Really, it was more. like definitely very Kardashian divorce. The parallels between the yeah. Trumps and the Kardashians is like tr- a truly amazing. Mm-hmm. It truly. Um, so it was it was the '90s version of that, and I think that because their father left for another woman, they have been desperately trying to seek his attention and approval and keep him. Right. for their entire lives. It's like an abandonment. It's it, like a reaction to like the abandonment. Totally. I mean, he look, he like moved downstairs in Trump Tower. It's not like he left and never saw them again, but they were just desperate for his approval. One of the weirdest things in the book is that like the family doesn't like leave Trump Tower like ever. It's bizarre. Or they go to Mar-a-Lago, but like they do not go anywhere else. Like wow. they literally like only go between like these two places pretty much. Well, and, like in New Jersey at Bedminster exactly. or whatever. Like, it's creepy. Like if it they were not if they didn't like have the look of wealthy people and these were like shacks like everyone would be like this is like weird horror weird culty yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah someone's one of Ivanka's old friends told me she was like look yes they live in a, a gilded triplex where they have this castle on the sea in Palm Beach like one of the most desirable locations but the reality is is it's corporate housing 
Yeah. Like it's it's truly corporate housing. Like this is not stuff that they independently own. Like these are businesses of his, and that's mm-hmm. where they're spending all of their time. It's wow. it is bizarre. Part of it is because their father is such a creature of comfort. Like that's why he eats fast food all the time because he's like just a creature of habit. Donald and Trump is a three year old. He's you could he's say a three year old. He's literally <laughs> eight. He's like arrested. I imagine it's probably around like age twelve when he got sent to military school. Yes, that's probably where he got arrested. It's, like whatever developmentally i'm curious what was your i've done a lot of deep dive into psychological Mm -hmm. analysis of this family same Um, (laughs) okay like your book i was like waiting for it to come out i I made our sister like go get it It, like before i was even out i'm like you have to get this she's like it's not out for another five days i'm like what (laughs) i'm miranda priestly with the harry potter book like you have to find a bound copy on the train with your (laughs) okay i'm curious what was your which is which child is the most intriguing to you Oh, so they're they're intriguing to me for different reasons. Like I think some of them are diabolical, and that's that's intriguing to me. Which uh, I think that the two who are most intentional and may not always use their intentions for good are are Ivanka and Don Junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what's happening with Don Junior's divorce right now is like intoxicating to me. Like I'm obsessed with it yes. because it's repeating exactly exactly what his father did. Like. To a T, and he yeah. was so messed up by what his father did. He didn't talk to his father for a long time after the divorce because he was like, you're abandoning my, our mother, or you're leaving our kids, you're mm-hmm. with this other woman who broke up the family. And like, look, not one woman did not break up Don Jr.'s family, mm-hmm. but I think there was a yeah. handful of women and things that broke up this marriage. But, but only but one man. It, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I, so I think what's, that he's repeating that just shows you how strong biology is and, and I guess nature and nurture in this case. Um, Eric, I think is the nicest. I, I think he means the the, means the best out yeah. of all of them. Like it also seems like he's shadily the smartest and the hardest working. And it's so funny. Like SNL's characterization of Eric is the dumb yeah. one. He's like hysterical. It's just yeah. so funny. Yeah. But it's so not true. Right? Like, there are dumber ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is the dumbest? You think? Oh, I don't know. I can't. Hard <laughs> yeah. to say. Hard yeah. to say. Um, I feel like Don Jr. to me is like the the rawest nerve like i feel like totally. you just see like he's like, like gonna blow up anymore yeah he's like a glass Good. ball of emotion like he's just kind of like he seems so like whereas ivanka seems like so Repressed. measured and controlled like if you look at i mean which i'm sure you do you look at don jr's twitter feed i'm like this is a man in crisis it's, <laughs> like, it's true yeah. i mean he is where ivanka is sort of the spoonful of sugar mm-hmm. to the president don jr is like the acid that you pour over an open wound and, and, <laughs> and i both of those are qualities that the president possesses right they just don't have both of them like, like their father does they it's, have one it's almost like they're together they fully equal him yeah that's like, i mean the, the premise of the organizing principle of the book is that uh donald trump had five kids in hopes that one would turn out just like him, right? Like the probability of like, it. Who's the <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Baron, I do not have Baron in the book yeah, very right. much. Uh, I'm curious about, okay, Tiffany never yeah. gets spoken about. In the beginning, I was like, I'm sympathetic to Tiffany. She's so abandoned. Her father doesn't love her. She lucked out. Lucky her, right? Lucky mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She seems like she grew up normally. I follow Marla Maples on Instagram. Uh, story. The best follow up. The mm-hmm. best follow. She's okay. Very she's spiritual. Always like, so he's like, look at this beautiful day. We're here in london tiffany and i and we're just observing the beautiful nature it's amazing Wait, you want to hear a great marla story the one yeah. time i met marla she was at at dinner 
and she was talking about how she's a vegan, and then ordered the steak for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so she's an idiot? Well, or maybe her definition of vegan is just looser than, than others. It's, it's an interpretation, loose. right? Okay, that's not like I'm having honey. That's no, like I'm having steak. I know. I'm aware. I'm yeah. aware. It was, it was a great moment. I personally enjoyed that's it very much. So uh, funny. I read, I believe it was in Vanity Fair. Fair, like a 90s era article about her from like mm-hmm. right oh my God, when it's amazing right? it's yeah. so oh, like she's yeah. like a whipped cream yeah, yeah. yeah they're like, like it's so interesting to like well first of all i just wasn't familiar because i wasn't like around yeah. so i wasn't familiar with like how intense that divorce was and the whole like thing where like ivana wanted a million dollars and it was like like does he even really have a million dollars all that stuff so reading that like whole that article it was so interesting to me because of the way it characterized her as just kind of like this sweet like this like daisy duke lady (laughs) which and she i mean she is sort of Mm -hmm. but she also um she's this sweet southern belle who landed herself a very famous billionaire and broke up his marriage so and did confront his wife on a ski slope in aspen when their children were they were they 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 were were present so that's like it's it's funny to kind of have her be like the sweet like kind of antidote to ivana who's like this businesswoman when like that's a pretty big she was running a hustle she was she was a hustler to to get there so i i feel like we've talked about this between us that like i've i've known donald like who donald trump is and like i learned what divorce was from my mom telling me something about Donald Trump, so like, funny. like, 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 we were driving in the city, and it was when he owned the hotel next to yeah. Grand Central, yeah. and like, I remember being like, "Who, who's Trump?" Yeah. Like to my parents in the car, and my mom was like, "It's he's like this guy, like this asshole." She probably didn't say that when I was like five, but Maybe. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I asked like, "Who is he married to?" And she was like, "That's a complicated question." <laughs> That's really, it was like funny. at this Marla time, and so I always saw him as like this joke. And when I watched The Apprentice, I was like, oh, he's just like this funny man who like fires people. But ultimately, that's what like got him to like middle America. And they thought he's like this rich person. But he's like not. He's a master at spinning his own yarn, you know? I'm curious about your um, thoughts on his financial status. I personally think he's poor. And that's the reason he won't let his tax returns out because they say zero. Well, I think there are other reasons, too, why he won't let them out. Like, who is he beholden to? Yeah, I think that that also could perhaps play a role in that. But yeah, I mean, talk to anybody who's done any business with him. Um, They don't believe that his net worth is anywhere close to what he says Mm -hmm. his net worth is. Is the guy poor? Is he destitute? No. Is he rich? Yes. Is he the richest man in the world? Is he the picture of success? Has he filed for bankruptcy multiple times? Has he had built businesses go under? Has he stiffed people on construction sites and lawyers for all of time? Yeah, this guy's not only is he not as rich as he said he is, he's one of the cheapest men on earth. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> story about uh, donate, like he wouldn't donate to no. anything. So it's funny that the, when his when Ivanka was at uh, Chapin in New York, which is a, a fancy private school uptown, um, all the parents in the class would donate to this book sale every year, whether it was like books or wine or dinner everyone would mm-hmm. donate which is what you do right yeah, even though right. you're paying a lot of money to go to school and it came time for him to give money and he was like i already pay enough to for tuition i'm paying i'm not giving another damn i'm, I'm not giving another dime i'm not giving a damn thing um it's funny because someone also relayed a story to me it's in the book about don jr 
um, his, his daughter went to a similar uptown private school for a time and the school was looking for money to build a new gymnasium and um, they solicited Don Jr. And Don Jr. was like, oh, I'll give you all the construction advice that you need. I'll give you any kind of advice, but we're not going to give you money. Like, we're not, not going to give you money. And these are people who built their entire reputation on how rich they are. They just and how philanthropic quote-unquote they are they just don't give any of it away i keep imagining like the kids like when i was a kid like we would get those like chocolate bars that you had to sell and then coming back i mean like dad are you gonna buy any and just like a solid no no, which my dad also did but (laughs) probably for other reasons yeah Yeah. Yeah. i was like i actually don't want this yes yes but trump would want the chocolate yeah he would Um, eat the chocolate (laughs) which is your um what which wife do you think was most suited to him which is like which wife are you most interested in okay so the probably different answers the love of his life is Ivana. no question Mm -hmm. everyone who knew them at the time everyone who knows him now says that you know they they were just they're the same person they are exactly the same person but uh oftentimes you don't want to be married to yourself and especially if you're him yes and and exactly (laughs) and uh she i think she challenged him in a way uh and was not subservient to him in the way that he wanted um melania is a force and she's obviously fascinating probably because we know the least about her but to me, Marla is where it's at. That <laughs> Marla is like, I, I just enjoy following her so immensely. And I think she was in this orbit for such a short amount of time, but caused such a spin and, and kind of catapulted everything that happened. So to me, someone who's able to dip in and kind of mess things up in such a major way mm-hmm. in a short amount of time has to be given some sort of... It's a skill. Correct. Yeah. Yes, That's, exactly. So, so Tiffany... What do you think about her now? Like, you know, she grew up in Calabasas. Uh, again, the Kardashians. Kardashians <laughs> yeah. uh, she and Marla have both said that basically she was raised by a single mom and didn't really understand what it was like to have the Trump last name mean anything until she came to Penn. Uh, and, and people started kind of treating her negatively because of that. this is pre-election, pre-politics too. Um, but, but it was a thing for her for the first time. And I think what we see now with her is that she's kind of capitalizing on the, what it's like to be a Trump for the first time in her life. Now that's very different than what it was like probably five years ago. Mm -hmm. Do you think, I mean, obviously I don't know her, but I get the sense that she like kind of wants to be, like if she could pick, she'd be out. Yes and no. I think that, that, she very clearly chooses to keep herself distant. Like she could be, mm-hmm. she lives in DC, right? She she goes to law school in DC. She's not at the White House every day. She's she chose to go to law school and not join the Trump Organization. She didn't have to do that. Yeah. So the the choices that she makes very clearly suggest that she's of her own mind. She's not like her siblings who went just right into working for Daddy. But she's like partying with Lindsay Lohan and Mykonos. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's living the best life that she could possibly live right now. But we, can we just pause for a second and talk about what's going on with Lindsay Lohan in that house? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 What is happening? Uh, 
she okay somehow she has like ingratiated herself in with all these like middle east people and she's like friends with erdogan apparently yes, she is friends with erdogan yeah. she like met with him a while ago and then she remember she like she converted speaks, to islam for a little yeah, bit she has an accent now and, and jill zarin came to the house and juliet yeah. from ladies of london yeah like there's a lot going everyone's on everyone's going there yeah. now i kind of want to go want to go yeah i feel like for, we could for the, all go yeah. like, like right. i think that it would be easy to Are go you, you're like, following it for like all the people on instagram who like yeah, go there obviously. And, like, i'm just like what the, what is going on this is like the new soho house yeah but it's like but crazy yeah it's, yeah i she also Lindsay does not look great like let's be honest like she something's it's, going it's on there whole, something i mean well situation. running a whole hotel will do that to you yeah do you think she could be like potentially like co-opted as uh, like a foreign agent look stranger yeah. things have happened recently yeah. if you if you would say in six months from now that that happened i would not be shocked yeah, no, I would be like, let's yeah, hope that it doesn't go in that direction. I hope, yeah, exactly. I mean, we all saw the signs, you know. Yeah. I think that's what we were saying to each other in mm-hmm. six months. But let's hope not. Let's. I hope nothing but the best for her in yeah. her hotel. Same. I don't want Lindsay to be compromised. I, know. <laughs> I feel like she's done. Like, oh my god, Freaky Friday was enough. Yeah, <laughs> Parent Trap comment. just turned twenty years old. I love that movie. Like, so. um, do you feel sympathetic to any of the kids? I feel sympathetic to all of them in some way not entirely and not all the time but they i hate to say this but it's sort of like the definition of poor little rich kids Mm -hmm. where they had every privilege that you could possibly want they grew up in the nicest places they had nannies and private planes and the best educations money could buy and um, didn't have tremendous hardship right but they had two of the most difficult parents you could possibly get parents who were you know, you could you could make the argument that they were psychologically abusive. And, I'd go there. And and they had a very public divorce. They have been in the spotlight since they were babies, and so th- this this is not a life that I would choose for anybody who for anybody. Right. Uh, what what they lived is not something that I would want for my children, for example. But but. At the same time, like these are people who are now the most powerful people in the White House who do what they want to do, when they want to do it, and how they want to do it. And so it's hard to feel a tremendous amount of sympathy for them. But I but I do sympathize with, with some of the things that they contended with growing up. I feel and, that. Do you, I guess I want to kind of go to like the end of this administration potentially yes. and like where we're going. Um, how likely do you think there there is a P-tape? <laughs> it's hard to imagine something like that just like gets totally made up right that's a weird thing to make up if you're going to make something up that's probably one of the weirder things yeah but trump makes things up all the time that is true this is just very specific yes sometimes when something is so specific it's hard to dismiss do i think that we're going to see a p-tape no I'm, right. I'm I don't think we're gonna see it and I'm I think I'm okay with that I'm, I'm <laughs> I feel like I'm okay not seeing it I don't think we're gonna see it and I don't know if that you get that's, to see it will you please share it with us <laughs> I don't know that I'll like ever you can just pass it on consciousness to us, if, I, yeah. if I ever see the PJ yeah. but happily happily yeah. you'll wake you're up my a first week call. later yeah. Yeah. Exactly. something something happened, happened. Yes. Yes. what happened I was in the office I opened an email exactly. and now I'm at my apartment exactly right oh my god yeah Someone sends you the P tape. You have to send it to someone else. You have to. Oh my god! Exactly. Here's the thing with that: is like if it happened, there's definitely a tape because the Russians don't like 
they bug that room. They obviously bug that that particular room, especially when he's there. So like, if it happened, there's a tape. Sure, but, but like, I, but he's a germaphobe. I think it probably <laughs> didn't happen. There, are, there are other uh, there are there are theories that it may not have been senior. Oh, on tape. oh, 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 shit. Now it's, I'm like, who knows about My it? My heart rate just like spiked. <laughs> People talk. Yeah. So I was, I was also going to ask along those lines. I don't know if you're just going to beat that, but what's, is there anything like particularly salacious that you like heard, but you cannot truly verify? Well, I wouldn't tell you here. I'd tell you in the microphone. We'll talk about that after. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I will tell you one thing I left out of the book. Oh, uh, great. That um, I didn't put in because I felt like if someone ever did this to me, I would just like jump off a bridge. That's so kind of you. Well, you got to you gotta draw the line somewhere. I had an ex-girlfriend of Jared Kushner's share in a series of emails that they sent back and forth years ago. It was long before Ivanka. And um, he just came off as so unbelievably uncool. <laughs> really? Just like deeply, deeply I like that's uncool. Very <laughs> yeah. And I just was like, like I what's don't an know. Example? Oh, okay. So um, this girl lived in LA and, at the time, and so he would come and visit. And he was staying, saying that um, I wish I were by the pool at Chateau Marmont with you. I couldn't get a room there initially, but then I called the owner, and he was like, "Don't worry, go by." And he gave me a Corona by the pool. Oh my! <laughs> Which is like so lame. Yeah, yeah. he was trying to like impress her by by doing, but by saying like the lamest stuff. And yeah. maybe it's only lame because th- these emails were so long ago that maybe it would seem cool back then, but I doubt it. Yeah. And so I, I when first Lindsay all, Lohan was there, that's this probably is, this is, it was exactly around that yeah. time. Yes, but it was just like. So d- deeply uncool. He is like, he's also fascinating. I think people, I think there's something that both Ivanka and him sort of share, which is that people think that they're like, because they look very polished, people assume that they're like legit. But in reality, they're not legit at all. Like, they, there's nothing there. It's just like a shell of good lookingness. They're both very good at the public facing stuff mm-hmm. it's not that they're empty it's just that they're very different deep down than they are in, in their public image it's just they're just kind of facades and their their innards are very different than their outers yeah so we're like clocking that fakeness basically yeah, you, being just, like, you sense right. it you yeah. sense the inauthenticity of both of them and i i think at least in ivanka's case she would be better served by just being herself that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we have to let you go. Sadly, um, <laughs> this is the part of my day. She has to get back to her very important work. Uh, but should we look out for any stories that are yes. going to break soon? Yeah, wow. there's going to be some Ivanka news today. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Emily, we've loved having you. Uh, do you want to let our listeners know like where they can find your work, where they can follow you, yes. where to get the book, etc. So cetera. the book is called Born Trump. It's has a very shiny gold cover. Mm-hmm. Makes for a good tanning device, if nothing else. <laughs> you can buy it on Amazon or any of your bookstores. Uh, I will tell you, it's 
if for anyone who's turned off by politics, this is a book that's like very much a gossip girly book that happens to be about a family that is now in the White House. So it's super fun. And I also write for Vanity Fair, which is super fun. I cover all these people plus more people in the Trump orbit. And I'm on TV with NBC and MSNBC. So I unfortunately probably invade your living room and kitchens <laughs> all the time. Oh, okay. I watched you this morning. I was like, but they were like, we're going to be joined by Emily Jane Fox. I'm like, no shit. I'm going to be joined by Emily Jane Fox. <laughs> this is the highlight yeah. of my day. Thank you. All right, Emily. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, everybody remember to uh, like and subscribe and rate and review this podcast. Subscribe to the Betcha Sup newsletter. Send us screenshots. We'll send you stickers. Oh, yes. And, the stickers. And until read you, the book. It's read so the good. book. It's so really good. good. Not even just our highlights. Read the whole book. Yeah. All right, guys. Until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Brownless. I'm Sammy Fishbine. And this is the Betcha Sup podcast. Bye. Batches.